Hi, hello, a very <laughs> welcome indeed to this latest Soul Vader um, podcast with myself, Rachel Gonori. I had to check there for a moment, is that podcast, is that webinar, and so on. But really, really glad that you're here, really glad to be here. Um, uh, today's topic is a really, really interesting um, theme that we're going to be talking about. I want to talk, today talk about your words and your deeds. And there is a really interesting saying it's not said all the time, but it, when it's said, it's said and it's very wise and it's often very deep and very profound. And that is, ultimately, judge somebody not by their words, but by their deeds. And what this saying, of course, is pointing to is that we can say all sorts of things, nothing at all. But what is it actually that we do? What is it that we actually contribute? Is it that we're showing up? Is it we do what we say we're going to do? If we say we're going to call somebody, are we going to call somebody? If we say that we're going to be at that particular event, do we show up at that particular event? If we say to customers we're going to fix a particular thing, are we going to fix it? Do we do X, Y, and Z, or do we do nothing at all, or E, F, and G? These things are so, so important because your how you're perceived will be dependent on this how you will be received will be dependent on this the opportunities that will open to you will be dependent on this and the doors that close to you will be dependent on all of these things it's important personally and of course it's very very important in terms of business so it's so important that we're aware of this but of course our words are very 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 important also you know what is that we say when do we say it? When do we say nothing? Are we saying too much? Are we saying too little? Um, and that's both in terms of the spoken word and the written word in terms of our website, our social media, etc. But also when we're at events and so on. So this topic is really, 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 really important. Um, it's important if you're starting a business, if you're growing a bit business, if you're pitching, if you're having conversations with people, if you're trying to win more business, if you're thinking about your, your marketing words and language. It's so, so important. So on the one hand, we've got all the things that we're saying, all the messages that we're putting out there or not. And then on this other side, we've got, is it, what is it that we're actually doing? What's actually we're contributing? What's the quality of what it is that we actually do? And that's really, really important. So let's jump in there and consider these things. So first of all, words. I remember um, many years ago now, I was probably 11, 12, 13, I was at school and in the classroom before the teacher arrived. The teacher arrived, came into the class and said he could hear me <laughs> the other end of the playground. You know, the teacher could hear me the other end of the playground. It might have been he or it might have been she. I can't remember the teacher actually. But I remember clearly them saying that they could hear me the other end of the playground. And of course, back then that was seen to be something that wasn't a good thing um, because, you know, we should be quiet before the teachers arrived and so on and not too boisterous and so on but it's interesting over the years when I became a singer when I became a, a speaker and a coach speaking and having a voice that can carry and that people can hear is incredibly important and is an asset so it's so interesting how our voice what we say and um, uh, in words and in everything can be an asset or it can be a disadvantage and the, and the, and the thing about this is being very very mindful but there are so many dimensions of this that are really important for, for us to be mindful of. And I want to just bring some of those key dimensions to your attention for you just to consider. The first thing is, what is it that you're saying? Are you saying anything at all? You know, when you um, go to events, when you go out networking, when it is that you're at meetings, when you're generally meeting people, um, you might be going to conferences, you might be going to shows, you might be just talking to people it is that you know and going about your business. What is it that you're actually saying? Are you saying anything at all? 
are you opting for the quiet life? Are you um, always taking the back seat? I've known people, for example, they come to my workshops, they sit at the back of the workshop and they sit there very quietly. We all have different learning styles. You're going to get some people whose style is um, one where you're quieter, you're more considered, perhaps it is you're more reflective. That can be very, very um, powerful and a very powerful skill because often the person who's quieter will hear more than the people who are not. But if you are the kind of person who um, speaks less or feels that you don't have anything to say or that you're not worthy of saying it, and lots of these things go way, way back into childhood, it's really important to pause and to be mindful because you need to get um, more used to um, knowing when it is that, that you should speak up. So what we've got here is a whole um, a spectrum. And if you think about the opposite applies for the kind of person who may well be very happy to speak, start speaking, speak um, loudly, speak often, contribute a lot. Um, but are you being too loud? Are you giving other people um, space for them to talk and for them to listen and for them to, gain, to get involved and for them to give their input? And how is that being perceived? Um, perception isn't reality, but perception may well shape those realities and those opportunities that uh, that, uh, that, is, that, that, that present themselves to you. So you've got this whole spectrum between where it is that you might be very quiet and you may not be saying enough, um, and then where you're very loud or you're saying too much, or what you're saying, you know, it isn't worth hearing. <laughs> so, so you've got the uh, and this thing about actual volume and tone and quantity of what you're saying. And then this important theme additionally, which is the content. What is it that you are actually saying? So just by way of a, re a quick recap, when I'm coaching lots of people, I'll often coach people who are quieter, sometimes, you know, who, where they literally have a quiet voice. I can think of somebody in a very key position um, in an organisation, um, and she's been told by a boss that, you know, she's quiet and we need to raise her profile. So for her, it's also about her, her actual tone of voice and actually some things, elements around her visibility. And sometimes these things can be linked. linked. So... What's really, really interesting there is we're doing work to make sure that the actual, in her case, we're turning the volume up so that is that she's heard. But again, you might be the opposite end of the spectrum where actually the volume of your voice it is that we need to turn down. So it can be how loud it is, how much you're saying, and everything else. So for example, in my own case, I need to sometimes be mindful when I'm giving certain talks that there'll be certain moments where I'll slow down. So it's so important to be aware of these things, volume, pace, but also then we've got this issue about content. What is it that you're actually saying? This is hugely, hugely important. When you show up at that conference, when you show up at that networking event, when you're speaking to the customer, when you get that telephone call, what is it that you're actually saying? What's actually the content of what it is that you're saying? And the same thing goes, of course, for your written, written word. It's really important to have a very few key messages so you know what's really important, what it is that you're trying to achieve, where you're at, what you do, what is the, yeah, how it is that what you, you can contribute. But you also need to be very mindful about this from the perspective of, the, of your customer or your contacts and those people that you're working with. I'm a very big fan if you're um, engaging with people in person at events or at a talk or you're giving a pitch, um, or something, that you um, set the context. So again, when you do talk, what's the content? Are you jumping right in? Are you assuming, thi assuming things? Or on the other hand, are you taking so much time to get to the point? So one of the things that I think that can help is to just take a little bit of time, 
very, very briefly to set the context. Let's say you're actually at an event or you're being asked to give a pitch. Thanks so much for inviting us here to, to give a talk to you today. Um, just like uh, background, I'm mindful that the issues for you and your company that you outlined last time were A, B, C, and D, and some of the things that's happening in the context is E, F, and G. And that's why today we're going to be covering L, M, N, O, P, and the results are going to be. So that little, taking a little bit of time just to set the context can be very, very, very valuable. So this thing about being really mindful about the words that you're saying is so important. It translates through also to emails, written words, what you're doing in social media and so on. It's a, it's a huge art. Um, it's probably why I um, um, dedicated a whole chapter in Soul Trader to conversations. As I say in, in the conversations chapter, the right words at the right moment can open the door to unknown treasure. The wrong words at the wrong moment can close those doors forever. So just by way of very brief um, um, recap, in terms of um, your voice and what it is that you're saying. Are you, um, how is your voice? Are you too quiet? Are you too loud? Are you too self-conscious about your voice? The number of people, wherever it is that they're from, whatever is their background, whatever is their age, whatever is their stage, who really hate the sound of their own voice is huge. So if you're in that situation, I actually strongly encourage you to record your voice on your phone and so on and just get used to playing it back. Of course, when I used to be a singer, I had to get used to this um, and myself, but it can be really, really valuable because if you're saying just a part you hate the sound of your voice, there's going to be something of that that is probably going to play out when we get into the thing about deeds in just a moment. So get used to your voice, be comfortable with your voice and be mindful about when the times it is that when it is that you need to speak up, when is the times when you need to quiet down or be silent or say nothing at all. Be mindful about it. Just be mindful of the pace when you need to slow it down, when you may need to speed it up. And also crucially important is the content. And all of this also applies to um, um, written communications. How much, what's the volume of I said to a contact of mine who runs a um, media and an online business, that actually they, um, sometimes they may well send, uh, they might actually in some case send up to 10, 12 messages um, an hour. Is, uh, is your audience wanting that, that content of messages? There's no absolute right or wrong. You need to be mindful about that. Um, and it may depend what it is that you're doing. So are you contact, communicating with them enough? Too much? Be mindful. And then sometimes, of course, that will be actually a dialogue between you and them. So it's one thing speaking mindfully and being aware of what we're saying, what we're about, what we're trying to achieve, and then delivering key messages in a way that is apt for our audience. But then there is our deeds. So you may well be really talented, you may be very able, you may produce the most amazing products or the most amazing service. And what's more, you may well articulate that wonderfully in person, you may articulate that wonderfully when it comes to the written word, but guess what? You don't show up when you say you're going to show up, or you don't show up on time, or you don't do what it is that you say that you're going to do, or you do things other than the things that you said that you're going to do. 
this is a really, really important theme. And of course, we as humans, there will be real factors that sometimes get in the way of us being able to deliver on what we say that we're going to do and when we're going to do them. And this begins to introduce us to the segue between what we say and what we do. As I say, it's really important not to overpromise, certainly not to overpromise and under deliver. So first of all, you know, you might need to take stock and be mindful of what are the things that I'm saying, or what I'm not saying. But then when I said things, do I do what I say I'm going to do? As a coach, I love to observe people. I love to um, see what people actually do. I, I notice when people are on time. I notice when people are late. Um, I notice people say what they what, uh, do, what they say they're going to do, and all of these kind of things. And um, just because it's really, really useful um, to be mindful about. And what I will flag up to people um, if I'm coaching them, or if I'm running workshops and talks, of course, is that all of these things, people will be making a judgment about you, but they may never, ever tell you. You were late for that event. You were late for that, for that opportunity. You didn't do this, you didn't do that. And some people won't tell you, but you will never get that opportunity again. That opportunity to gain the sale, to get the piece of business, um, you won't ever get. And, you're, and you may not be aware of it. You may not be alert to it. Um, this becomes even more of, an, of a challenge, I guess, in the era that we live in, where sometimes there are huge pressures that people are under, and I'm mindful that you might be in this particular situation. Funnily enough, after I do this, I'm off to give a talk um, in the health service um, to a room full of nurses, doctors, health professionals, senior staff, all sorts of people from chief executive um, right down. And, you know, working in an incredibly busy environment. But again, you may well be producing a product and service, and again, it's really, really busy. You've got customers, you've got inquiries, you've got administrative things to do, you've got operational things to do, um, you've got to um, produce the products, all sorts of things, and you've got all sorts of elements in it. And, and you can be busy whether you're a one-person show, or you can be busy if you've got a growing business and there's lots of stuff going on. So when it comes to this thing around deeds and what you do, it's worth to just pause and think, well, what is it I'm trying to achieve? What are the things that, um, of the things that I w want to do or need to do, that I feel that I need to do, or that I've said I'm going to do, are really, really important? So what really is important? What's your capacity for doing work? What's your control over the flow of work and inquiries that's actually coming in? And then it's really important to be mindful about how is it that you distribute, how is it that you tackle the work, do you have the skills and the abilities to do that? How is it that you manage your time and the um, distractions? And what are the key elements? So I can think of an entrepreneur who I'm coaching at the moment, um, and we are coaching around many, many things around this. How he manages his time, how he manages his energy, what his um, timetable is like, what his routine is like, which times of the days he finds he's most productive. And that's just, of course, one element. The other elements around motivation. <clears throat> how motivated are you to do the things that you're doing? Are you biting off more than you can chew? I was saying to a really, really good friend of mine the other day, he's incredibly talented, really talented, um, very gifted in many, many areas, and there's a number of things that they're involved in. There's work things that they're doing. There's entrepreneurial things that they're doing. There's creative things that they're doing. And um, I said to them, you know, 
and amazing things are happening for them. I said, look, you're doing lots of amazing things, but do be mindful that you just, um, you don't burn out or that you don't put too much on your plate and don't allow other people to put too much on your plate. It's really, really, really important. You know, in many ways, this art of knowing what to do, when, and with what touch is the, the master class of getting things done and achieving. Because of course you can get the opposite, where somebody's trying to do so much, oh, they're doing so much, they're prolific. What's the quality of the work that they're doing like? So again, there's a particular client I was coaching and they're very mindful about being productive you might be producing things. What's the quality of what you're producing? Is it is it substandard? It's up to scratch. So these things are things that we need to be very, very mindful of. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Where are the areas that you need help? What are the things that aren't important? What are the things that you're just going to have to put on hold? Sometimes some of these things, again, are about pacing. But I want to kind of wrap up with that thing here around mindfulness. What's it that you're actually doing? What you're finding are the yields from what you're doing. So are your actions bringing in the benefits? What degree of input does it take to get the outputs that you need? Are you working too hard? Are you working smartly enough? Are you shrewd enough? Do you need help and support? expertise to guide you on the things that you're doing. But as we begin to round up, I do just want to just then bring both of these themes together, your words and your deeds. And there's that lovely word, isn't there, integrity. You know, when somebody works with integrity. And that's not just about somebody's ethics and their ethos, um, but it's actually integrated is everything integrated so your words align with your deeds i have that saying what you um, what people say and think about you when you, you leave the room is precisely your job whilst you're in it of course none of us are perfect there are but yet yeah, at the same time we all are perfect <laughs> isn't that and that's part of it you know that's absolutely part of it because because it can be all sorts of perceptions about worthiness and all the rest of it, particularly when it comes to stuff about speaking, by the way, the voice, it's really interesting. So, you know, there are a number of themes here. Um, and of course, so the, the point I'm making here is that whilst there will be always things that can be fine-tuned or improved or attuned, um, there will be times where you aren't able to, to do what you would hope to do, or other things will get in the way, or the challenges, and so on. And it's good to actually be mindful of those personal circumstances, customer circumstances, supplier circumstances. But that's where then the communication is really, really important. Um, and I would really strongly urge you to be very mindful and have that communication. Let people know what to expect. Let people know how it is you work. Find out what pe other people's expectations are, are, are of you. Um, do keep that flow of communication, but make sure that communication is um, proportionate. What can happen sometimes when things go wrong is that the communication decreases. Actually, I think at times when there are challenges, it's really important to be open, honest, transparent, 
so that then confidence can resume and that you're able to do the deeds to address whatever the needs are. So I'm going to leave you there with those thoughts around your words and your deeds, not just the thoughts. I want you to, yes, think about it and contemplate it. But what I want you to also do is to think about, okay, based on that, what are the actions that I need to take, if any? I want to thank you very much, as always, for tuning into these podcasts, whether it is you tune in on the website, or you know you can also subscribe, hopefully you know you can also subscribe online via iTunes. And if you like all of this content, remember that there's heaps more content on soultrader.biz. There's our monthly webinar, our web talk, um, and there's lots of uh, videos, interviews, um, articles uh, on the on the um, on the on the website as well, and lots of free tools. So please make um, make us make use of those things if you feel that they might be of help for you. I'm Rashid Ogunlari. I want to thank you very much. Take good care. All the best. Bye bye.